You have the power to heal and change your life. You might not have found it yet, but it's out there and it exists for you. Our intention is to have a little fun while introducing you to various new ways of healing. Welcome to the Spill the Ginger Tea Podcast. Hi there, I'm Angel Amy. Hi, I'm Lila. We're going to be discussing alternative health techniques. So if you're looking to heal the physical, mental, or spiritual parts of yourselves, or if you're just curious about what to try or what could help you live your best life, you're absolutely in the right place. So welcome. Welcome. So today we have a special guest. We are going to chat a little bit with my personal trainer and behavioral coach, Alex Foote. So thanks for being here today, Alex. Thanks guys for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. So Alex, why don't we start by you telling us why you decided to be a personal trainer? Uh, I got into it when I was... Uh, I got into working out when I was 14, 15, really noticed that I needed to make a change in my life because I was, uh, my, my father had died when I was younger that perpetuated a behavior of eating and trying to, uh, compensate for Mm -hmm. terrible feelings, right. And using, uh, food as well as inactivity and trying to, you know, space out into the TV and let life kind of just pass by. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> exactly. We just have been through the pandemic, right? Yeah. That yeah. Was, right. Everyone just kind of staring there relatable. taking in stuff. <laughs> yeah. So that transformed into, uh, uh, sports, but more sports that were independent. I didn't, play a lot of teams. I tried team sports. Yeah. I was always very heavy. So the consistency made it tough to keep up with everybody. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then that kind of pushed me away. Yeah. So I started uh, skateboarding, doing martial arts and these independent sports kind of taught me uh, consistency and discipline. And if you keep up with something, you can get better at it Mm -hmm. and incrementally get there. So that then turned into uh, let's be a janitor at a gym. And, and <laughs> uh, so then cleaning up people's crap all the time, you go, okay, well, this is nice, but I, and a free membership is nice, but can I help people with what I know and, you know, make a living at it? And like I have something to offer. I, right? I maybe have something of value yeah. that I could give to somebody else. Right. Uh, and that kind of started my journey of, fitness. And then that from there, I've been doing it for 15 years now. So, mm-hmm. uh, has perpetuated into learning a lot more about behaviors of people and mm-hmm. their, uh, knowledge of their own bodies and their self themselves, uh, that, which has also brought me to you guys and right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've been, uh, doing it ever since and love it. Awesome. So, Lila, you also have a strong background in like group fitness mm-hmm. and doing all kinds of, I almost said jobs. 
kind of runs. What do we call these? Marathons? I don't know. Talk to me a little uh, well, bit about yeah, how I do you relate say, with any of this? Well, I mean, obviously, um, it, I would start by saying like kind of like an endurance athlete is yeah. how I would sort of see myself. Um, so, yeah, definitely. I mean, anything to get you stronger, anything yes. to get you faster. Can I do it longer? You know? Yeah. Was definitely my mindset for a very long period of time. You know, sometimes great, sometimes not always so great. I think, you know, almost to the reverse of what you're saying, like you can sit for a long period of time to sort of escape things and you can also run for a very long time to escape things. So So I'm kind of the odd man out today where I'm (laughs) like the, if you're listening to this and you really just need to get your butt off the couch, I can relate with you, (laughs) but I think we can all find like there's an undercurrent and just, you know, let me go here. When I first was introduced to Alex, I remember saying to you, I have the spiritual and the emotional piece pretty much under wraps, but I struggle with the physical. Yes. And I do. So more with like motivation. I love you. We need cameras in here because Lila's making a face. So, yeah, just really with like motivation or I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't lump myself in with athletes. I don't even lump myself in with someone that really should be in a gym, but I do it. (laughs) So if you're listening to this and you don't think you're the mold for the gym, I definitely think we need to rethink things. What do we have to say about that? We all need to get in tune with our bodies because we have to use them daily and they're a machine that should be well-oiled, greased, and ready to go at a moment's notice. Because you never know when you're going to encounter some ice, have to pick up a heavy bag, right? And all these things, um, any injuries or compensations can be uh, avoided if you do the work prior to mm-hmm. that event and try to be aware of what muscles to turn on and what muscles to turn off that way. Uh, you, right. You always stay in the best of health and that helps with the consistency and all those great things. Uh, I think that most of us, we, we get distracted with all, with the abundance of distractions <laughs> and we lose in, in the distractions, we lose that connection with our, our body, our physical body mm-hmm. And we go through the bad habit or the motion and that can lead to a negative consequence. It doesn't have to, um, but it can. Right. So, right. So really thinking about like, there's something deeper going on. There's something deeper and, and just the preparedness of, of being uh, used to using your body and, and how to use it appropriately, I think can lead you to, to enjoying your family or right. Like instead yes. of having a yeah. back injury that you constantly think about or pain. So I, I think what sets you apart from other trainers, because I have a lot of different trainers and fitness instructors in my life is that you tend to meet the person where they are. And I feel like you have a deeper understanding that like we, this, 
you know, is earth and this is life (laughs) and and our lives move on and and different things happen. And so there are some days we push a little harder and then there's some days we have a herniated disc and and we're not pushing as hard. And I think it, there is a, whether you're a personal trainer or a teacher or um, any kind of leader, we really need to, as a society, start to look at um, meeting people where they are mm-hmm. instead of just going in and assuming that they're there. Yep. And yeah, so talk to me a little bit about that. Uh, uh, so like you said, everyone's coming at fitness, uh, nutrition, their job, they're, they're all in different stages of each one. So you have to take all the information in and develop a plan based on that individual mm-hmm. and what they're facing on a hourly basis. So they sit for long periods of time, which most a lot of people do. Uh, you, you manage that person uh, differently than the construction worker who is constantly uh, compressing their body in different, in different ways. And they're active, but they may need to just, um, instead of a lot of compound movements, they might need to just isolate different areas of their body um, and then be pulled apart, do a little decompression. Um, whereas the, yeah, the person that's sitting still needs the decompression, but they're not moving. And uh, because of that, then you need to uh, teach them how to move their body appropriately. You may need to teach that to the construction worker too, <laughs> right. um, but to their so like benefit, balance, they have been moving. Right, like kind of balancing yeah. too. Yeah. Lila, have you have you um, worked with a personal trainer? I have, I have for what, a long time, lots of times. What do you feel you've learned about yourself? Um, you know, I, I think it would be hard, but one of the things that definitely helped me with personal training was that you there's this sense of accomplishment, right? So if you decide. Um, you know, whatever, I'm going to try push-ups or you're working on upper body strength or something. And, you know, you can do the first one. Maybe you struggle with that first push-up. But if you stick with it mm-hmm. and you keep going, eventually you're going to be able to do that push-up. And there is a satisfaction there that can be yes. for for anyone. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like heavy-duty weights. Nope. Not everybody wants to look Just like... Just showing up is mine. <laughs> yeah. Showing up and when doing I a little action. When I show up, yeah. Repetitively, I'm like, I'm winning. And then you feel like you notice a change, right? Yeah. So if you do similar, and then you start to think like, wow. Okay, like, yeah. this is working. <laughs> exactly. Is a difference. So I didn't realize how much it helps me until I injured my spine, um, which is completely unrelated to Alex, anything I do with Alex. And I really started to feel um, from the lack of movement and I like the difference was unreal to me. That's really right. So as we do these things, whether it's weight training, cardio, all of the above, it's doing a lot more than you think. And it's also helping you release energy. So like the uh, emotional piece and the spiritual piece. I know like I call you dear diary. I can't even (laughs) believe half the things I tell you. Like I go home and I'm like, oh, just roll it off. I can't believe I just told him all that. But it's because it's so vulnerable and I trust you. Like I trust you like a protector. 
like a protector that like you're not gonna let me get hurt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that is my main <laughs> the main <laughs> objective Alex. is do not get hurt. If anything, come out yeah. of here better than you came in. Right. So I think what I'm what I'm saying is because there's the there's the groundwork or the base of that, then like you start to do, you know, like the stair climber, even for like five minutes, all, all your shit comes up. Yep. <laughs> and then all your shit comes up and you, Alex is standing there and you trust him. So it's like telling your girlfriend your deepest, darkest <laughs> secrets. <laughs> Did you have this? You just this is what stop. we do. Yeah. Yeah. This is, yeah, I don't know if it's good up. or bad, but it's releasing, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> and I think it's, you know, uh, it, important to kind of keep in mind, like you were saying when you hurt your back and I would say, Alex, I'm sure, you know, that's the time it's most important that you see somebody who knows what it is you're doing. Cause even though you may know your workouts or you may download whatever from Mm -hmm. Instagram, if someone isn't watching you, right? Like you could potentially be, I know in my own workouts, if I am not even watching myself in the mirror, (laughs) I can get out of control. So, (laughs) right. uh, somebody looking from an outside perspective definitely can give you, uh, with knowledge of symmetry and and body weight and body mechanics, can give you a much better uh, situation than you could possibly get on your own. And then, along with the motivation of them standing there and going, "Am I doing this right? Am I doing? <laughs> You're doing perfect. You are doing perfectly." <laughs> Right. Just that reinforcement that you are doing it correctly then solidifies, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be feeling that that then transfers into you knowing exactly what you should do. And hopefully next time. Right. It's how I kind of think of it, like teaching someone to fish. Right. So that that next time they can get that same feeling. I can identify that that is what they should be feeling. And then from there, it's Mm -hmm. yours. Now you run for the rest of your life and hopefully you can attain that several more times, that same burn or that same feeling. Honestly, I can't believe how patient you are (laughs) because I've worked out with you for at least four years and I don't get anything right ever, Lila. Like <laughs> oh ever. I'm I, the same way. So I, so uncoordinated. If if it's more than one thing, I'm like, all right, wait, stop. Do the whole thing over. Let's, yeah, let's. <laughs> your feet. How is your feet supposed to be? <laughs> right. <laughs> and like, I'm never in my heel. The heel. So you know, you kind of learn as you go along. Well, you're really patient. I just have to tell you that. Thank you very much. And so I think that's another thing is like really finding a trainer that has like core values that resonate for you. Yeah. Is yes. huge. Yes. Right. And then like actually like liking the person, like who they are, because you're kind of in each other's energy. Yeah. Right. Uh, you got to mix and mingle. Right. You yeah. Can't, right. There's no way you can't. If you're not connected with the person and how they're right. You, if you're not personally connected, you cannot, I find it's very hard to connect with the other person's muscles because they're not letting you in. They're not letting you, uh, right. Some people come to me and they, uh, have an idea of what exercise is supposed to be is what you see in the magazines or you see on TV, you see Mm -hmm. a Gatorade commercial where someone's pushing a sled as hard (laughs) as they can Mm -hmm. sweating everywhere. Um, and that could be something you do someday. Uh, I'm not against it, but for the most, most people don't need that. <laughs> like, they don't, so it's not one size fits all. Exactly. Yeah. They, uh, but they, they think they need that. Yeah. Right. Uh, so 
it's my job then to right remind them that hey uh, maybe we start for, by feeling your hamstring and then developing your quad and then yeah. and then we can start to put the whole chain together in the with a sled eventually <laughs> right <laughs> right so but most people will come to me going I'm ready to sweat I'm ready to get after it right yeah. now like like what why you? Lila's a sweater. Yeah, I'm jealous. <laughs> I say that like as a compliment because you know I'm all about the body just releasing. Yeah, so, right. Lots you, and lots of sweat. Yeah, you, you, I'm a right. sweater too. I'm right there with you. Yeah, I'm so not. I wish I was. No, got to drink more. I do. The I, more you drink, the more me. you sweat. Like, right, right. Better you feel. Uh, yeah. So I know. I I think that every it's everyone's different, and it's finding your own recipe. Absolutely. We've talked about Lila's secret sauce. <laughs> So what Alex might do with me is very different than what he would do with you. Yes. And we know this because I share him with a woman <laughs> that could pretty much jump in a CrossFit. Yeah. I would never in my life even walk, like put a big toe in there. She's very in tune with her muscles, knows how to mm-hmm. manipulate them well. And yeah, yeah, has that mind muscle connection that, that one would hope to attain over years of working with your body. Right. But never once have you made me feel inferior to her. No. Like we don't have, it's just Vita needs this and Amy needs this. Yep. And then if we can ever meet in the middle, we will. <laughs> we will. A little plank at the end or something yeah. like that. Uh, get after it. <laughs> oh, I know. So, well, and Alex, I would assume you do try to find things that people enjoy doing, right? Yes, so, yes. you know, if you hate, Pushing the sled. Yes. Which who could hate that? I know. Right. Well, (laughs) that and uh, most of the time I find I don't even have enough time to do the uh, I I try to incorporate some fun stuff, but most of the time it's right business as usual with. But I encourage people to go find their own fun activities that they enjoy. And then we can we can mix in some training exercises or maybe right. If it was a sport some dynamic stretching or something that would, uh, make their sport more enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I tend to take on the boring piece of exercise, (laughs) uh, where it's like the stuff people don't want to work like their rear delts or right. So like, I can't even see it back there. Why the hell do I need it? Right. Exactly. So you want the showy muscles. Yeah. You want the the Hollywood, (laughs) Hollywood stuff. Biceps, triceps. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff people can see. I actually, one time, speaking of fun things, we um, flipped like massive truck tires. Oh, yeah. I felt like like I could do anything like, after I did that. It was like, yeah. I told you guys that Lila's a badass. <laughs> the 300 yeah. Spartans. It's a, it's yeah. a, it's a weird feeling. Like when you first do it, you're like, this is so awkward and strange. And then afterwards, you, it's amazing. You're like, oh my God, I did I it. did that. <laughs> Things like 200 pounds. Yeah. That, have you done that recently? Um, You know, before the pandemic. Yeah. Stupid yeah. pandemic just ruined. Slowed uh, down fitness so for, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And I'm sure it's impacted, you oh, know, man, your ability I, to yeah. train people. I, right? I had to shut it down for three months, go get another job, and then slowly get get everyone comfortable back with getting yeah. to the gym and being with other people. And I'd guess you're still not quite back to it's, it's, you know, regular schedule program, but it's definitely, uh, it's a different environment for sure. I would think it, so. uh, in the gym itself, as well as just meeting people that are, uh, just 
coming back, right? Just there, right? There are people out there that are just can been kind of cruising their house and their job, and that's about it. And yeah. and then they're like, hey, I, I, have you guys been here? Have you guys been doing stuff? Yeah, we've been. Yeah, come on in. Let's chill. Yeah. So it's it's uh, different, but it's it's evening itself out, right? It's we're getting back to an, uh, a normal. What's your favorite activity? My favorite activity is. Do you I, mean in the gym, outside like, of the gym? Let's let's talk in the gym. My favorite activity in the gym would have to be. I, I think I prefer boxing mm-hmm. as far as a as an activity that I would go do. Um, My without, least favorite. Yeah, oh, without it's so prompting. Hard. It, oh, it I is, love that you don't like it either. Ugh. It's tough. Yeah. It uses a lot of muscles. I it's it's there's something inside of me that can't connect to it. It's not that I don't like the word can't. It's almost like I don't have enough of something to strum it up. Yeah. Anger? Maybe. <laughs> but I just smashed pumpkins. Yeah, I found I was pumpkin say, on my shoe. I'm sure you took a bath. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Um, So this wasn't my Angel Amy story time, but maybe we'd tell this one. So I, my friend lives like 15 minutes away Mm -hmm. and her and her husband are both trainers. Okay. Okay. So, cause everyone in my life is, (laughs) and they, so she said, can we come to your house and smash pumpkins? Cause I basically live like in the woods in the middle of nowhere. And the deer and, and the coyotes will just come eat them. So it's like recycling. Right. <laughs> like composting without a compost. <laughs> so they came. I had two pretty big pumpkins. They had two. And we and I took it over my head and just gave it all my might. Ooh, I hit the mic and <laughs> crashed. You got you guys got the sound effect. Got the full effect. Yeah. I love it. And so and yeah, just it's the have you ever done this? I hadn't. And I was like, I lo- I need you guys in my life more, is what I told them. Not something breakable, I haven't. But like a medicine ball. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not like, the same it thing. It doesn't break open or anything no. exciting. You just got to pick it up. You got to do, do it, it again, again though. You know it's- what's funny? That was my first reaction. It broke open, and then I go, look at all the seeds. Like that, I could. Like, <laughs> You're gonna have pumpkins like, everywhere in your yard, by the way, next year. Well, we so it's, we did it on. The, I live on conservation land. So I live uh, right across the street from conservation land. So we did it on the conservation land. <laughs> <laughs> so you wouldn't have pumpkin. There you go. No, you have a pumpkin patch you across know. the street. <laughs> I know. So yeah, we did some smashing pumpkins. Um, where was I going with this? That was like a really fun activity. Oh, okay. We were fighting. That yeah. was aggression. Oh, because I don't like boxing. Yeah. I just can't strum that up. Oh. Do you Have you thought of why you don't? You because don't. my arms are too weak. <laughs> is that just what you're t- like? Actually, no, it's exhausting. I find it. Uh, okay, I, I didn't mind the the punching part of it, but so I was you, like, it, it will take me years to be able to do this yeah, for five whole minutes. Like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> so when all everyone was getting into like the boxing yeah. craze, I I tried it. And then the instructor made a very inappropriate comment. And oh, I was no. just like, done. Yeah, you would just prove that this isn't for me. I'm not, I'm not feeling it anymore. Yeah. So I'm like, mm, no. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's some the hurdles, definitely. The smelly gloves, yep. right? Like, oh, man, that's ooh. the yeah. worst. 
and then it's exhausting. <laughs> that's the, yeah, that's that's the good part, I think. You know, depending so, on right. you don't get too exhausted, but definitely. So, what's your your? Because I want to start to talk about an internal connection that you and I have chatted about: how to take people inside their bodies and actually observe what they're doing when they're working out mm-hmm. and what they're feeling and what like what what's really going on on the inside what what took me to this was for you to relate with the boxing or be able to have some kind of love or passion or whatever the right words are mm-hmm. there there has to be a, a some kind of connection do you know what it is uh, the connection to the what what to, to boxing yeah like what are you trudging up when, when you box when I box yeah <laughs> Ooh, this is like a, a deep Alex is like oh yikes <laughs> let's see um, I think it's for me it uh, this m- maybe a male thing I don't know but uh, it could uh, or it could just be a me thing not <laughs> uh, trying to go there but it's it. For, when I go in there to hit the bag, I, it's, it's a way for me to get my energy out on something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I started boxing, it was more about defending myself and the, um, and the go hard mentality of just, work yourself into the ground, like, like Rocky, basically you go yeah. watch a Rocky montage and you basically see what's in, going on in my head when I'm hitting a bag. <laughs> but, uh, now it's, it's about when I see a bag because I'm more in tune with my by body mechanics. Yeah. Uh, it becomes an energy release and how I like a tra- dog that pees. What? <laughs> well, Kind of like, it's kind right? of like it, what, if you listen back at this, that's yeah. totally what he just described. I'm, I mark my territory. Yeah. Basically. Right. You're, you just said in the beginning, like I, I release my energy, but you're actually making contact with something. So yes. It's kind of like a dog that marks oh, its territory. Right? You see my connection? I, I do. And you can see Sorry. why I said it's male, right? It's yeah. a bit like a, right. It's a, I, I know yes. intuitively it's, it's right. Just listen to you guys, right? Like I know that mm-hmm. it's something. It, right. It's like, you know, kid who I can, goes wild at school. Can you relate right? with this? Because I can in a way, in a feminine way. Tell me. All right. So I'm going to drag this audience. You either relate or you don't. And there's no right or wrong. So when I get like really dressed up mm-hmm. and no matter what size my body is, because I've been all different sizes, I I really can like tune into my goddess and like spread it out into the room. But I'm not looking for anything in return. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for compliments. I'm not, it's just something inside of me. I can access that and like feel it. That's what he's describing in his own way. It's when deep, he's Lila. It's deep, <laughs> baby. Do you ever get dressed up and you feel that goddessy? Like, do you, do you know how to access that? Most women don't. I don't. No. I need to teach a class on this, Lila. <laughs> Yeah. No, I don't. See, I, and it's funny because I think more about like boxing, especially if you're talking like a bag or something like that rhythmic, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like for me, so like I used to do a lot of swimming and the thing I liked about swimming was a, it was quiet, but it was, it was very rhythmic. So I yes. never really thought like I wasn't thinking anything 
at all Mm -hmm. besides the rhythm of that. So kind of that's where I would connect to like the boxing, like the the rhythm of your hands. That's endurance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's just like, it's like, you know, calming. You fall into like a pattern of something. Like running. And yeah, I find that with running as well. Yeah. Yeah. But can you see that? Like I'm saying the same thing. This is when I make, (laughs) make what Lila thinks so deep is like, like when you enter a room and you're just feeling like that female confidence and you have to hold it for like a duration. That's endurance. <laughs> then you go home. I'm in my sweats and my yep. hands in a bond. Yeah. This is that Amy yeah. too. I post that on Instagram a lot. I'll be like, this is real me. No makeup. No, this is really what I look like. Which is one of the things that we were actually talking about before we started was this idea of kind of real people at the gym. Yep. Like, not everybody looking yes. like <laughs> a fitness like model. Like Kim Kardashian. I don't mean to pick on her, but she's beautiful. Right. But is that real? I don't know. I mean, yeah. to her or, it is, you know, not like, to me. Yeah, but I mean, you have, uh, you know, kids. I know she has kids, whatever, but I'm sure she has some help. You know, you probably have kids. You have a, a house. Maybe you keep clean or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. You have to live your life. Like, you know, for her, that is her whole life. So, she can look as fit as she wants to. Yeah, so. She's got to keep it up for yeah, promotional purposes. Yeah. So, it, yeah. you know, it becomes, a, you know, your motivation leads to, right, the, the end result. <laughs> if you're motivated, if you have enough motivation, you will probably attain. But, you know, action does mm-hmm. spark motivation as well, right? Right. So let's talk about how moving the body or exercise can then lead to healing. So uh, my interpretation of this is that the physical body is energy, the emotions are energy, then there's spiritual energy, and it's possible that the that the physical body is kind of like the vehicle, or some people use the word temple, but it's a little dramatic, <laughs> um, to, to uh, really house or bring all these different um, areas together so that you can be healthy, whole, whatever. Is this making sense, Lila? <laughs> yeah. So yes. the physical is a piece of the puzzle. Absolutely. That can then lead to the emotional and spiritual. Right. Yes. Right. Right. So when someone goes to see Alex because they're feeling, why, why would someone come see you, Alex? Uh, they're feeling uncomfortable with themselves. They have yes. fear of some sort in, inside and they and they want to get rid of that fear. They want to talk to somebody else. They want motivation to overcome uh, said fear. And in that, I then become uh, their sound post for anything that is. And then I can reassure them that what they're feeling is very normal and re- start to take away some of that fear so that they can understand that the more fear you have, that's what's driven you to where you are is fear. And if we can take you out of that fear, we can then start to establish new habits that will, and slowly, incrementally, benefit you over time. Right. So Alex is going to do it from the physical yeah, aspect. very physical. Where yeah. if you come see Angel Amy, because I never really talk about on this podcast <laughs> what I do, um, there's a there's a big emotional piece to what right. I do. Yes. I mean, you can see even when we chit-chat, I drag the emotion out of you. 
I can't even help myself. And I would say like for a lot of people, myself included, I think it's much easier to begin at the physical place because it's nowhere near as intimidating. Like it's, it's, it's somewhat easier to walk in and say to Alex, like, I feel lousy. I've gained weight. I haven't been moving. And then see where it goes from there. As yes. you start working, you might realize I'm fearful of this yes. or I'm anxious You're about on the, money. the world. Yeah. Or, exactly. If um, someone's looking to change their life and they're, they really don't know where to begin, I would actually tell them to start there. Like start to go for walks. Yes. And yes. just observe. Observe what you're drawn to. Like um, now I'm talking outside the body. Like if you see a bird that you like or you say hello to the same person. That real mindful walking. Right. right? But then we're going to start to talk about how to observe inside your body. Like, Like how do you physically feel when you walk? So I teach a lot about how in the land of energy, the the front side of the body is actually the female side of the body. And it's um, it has to do with present day or future. And so now I'm talking about how you feel, like any aches and pains. The, the back, your back side of the body is the masculine side of the body. And it's all about the past. The, the right side is the masculine side. The left side is the feminine side. And so you can start to really learn about your body and who you are and what's going on with you deeper by looking at what parts of your body on what side you feel really good and what parts of your body um, and where do you not feel so good. That's so interesting. Because wouldn't you say a lot of women have a kind of weaker posterior chain? Like, I I know. What's a posterior chain? It sounds (laughs) juicy. That's your masculine side. Yeah, exactly. That's your masculine side. I love it. (laughs) Yes. No, I I definitely see a a lot of women with a weaker posterior side. Uh, uh, Actually, a a lot of people, that's probably their number one and uh, as far as left and right, masculine, fem- right, people tend to have a weaker feminine side, the left side versus masculine, right? Yeah, so what does that mean? I struggle on the left. So what it means is that what if you got masculine in the back and feminine on the left? So masculine on the like you're weak in the masculine in the on the mas- back and the feminine and the then left. the feminine on the, the left. That's so, a lot of people's. Yeah. If, so if we were in an Angel Amy session, I would start <laughs> to either get, you know, connect and figure out things that happened to you, or we would talk about things that happened to you in childhood to do with father, because okay. that's back is, is masculine. Yep. Um, and then we would start to talk about what you do for a living and who you are in your home and how much you give because the left side is receiving Oh, and it's a female side, but it's also receiving. So we just have a bunch of like daddy issues with <laughs> with um, a lot of mine's on the front. But yeah, really? yeah. Uh, well, I have I have herniated disc. Well, now I lie, but that's kind of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm a, I just show up at the gym, everybody. I just show up. Um, Alex does the rest, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> We monitor progress. Yeah. And, so and there's that benefit too. If you're someone who just wants to show up, yep. yeah. <laughs> Personal training could be for you. Yes. And then, yes, hopefully we can set you up with, yeah, over time getting more yes. consistent on your own. And 
Totally. Definitely. Yeah. So did that answer your question? I think so. Yeah. That's, that's just interesting. Really interesting. I think. Thanks, Lila. (laughs) Yeah. I'm trying to think what else. I honestly, energetically, the feet are kind of like the root of all things. So like the feet tell you like the way you stand. Alex and I have talked about this or, um, the, like not only the way, so the way you stand when you're not thinking about it, like where do you shift your, your body weight? Where do you, you shift your energy? So weight is energy. So where are you shifting it? Mm. You know? And so that tells you usually like if, if you lean to one side, we have some work to do and some balance, um, on some area to, to really help balance you back into neutral. Mm-hmm. And Alex would probably say something similar, like we need to work on your balance. Yes, once. we need to bring you back to <laughs> the right uh, nice square pelvis, right? One side <laughs> is dipping a little lower than the other. Uh, same with the, the shoulders and uh, what's what's going on as far as like scapule tipping or any uh, left side, left trap versus right trap elevation. Uh, that all very similar yes. to what I would exactly what I would uh, be assessing on someone the first time that I meet them. Or even every time after that, because it's <laughs> consistently a war on gravity. Yeah. 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 So I'm someone that doesn't believe anymore <laughs> in diets. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's one size fits all, like with nutrition. Yeah. And are, like, what's your take on this? Uh, so I have a certification in nutrition mm-hmm. and... Uh, studied it a little bit in college and have my opinion is probably going to be that parroted of textbooks more than anything. Uh, and other books I've read most like your diet is just anything you put in your mouth. Right. So, Mm -hmm. so everything's a diet. Um, there is no one diet for any person because everyone has different genes and different allergies and so, uh, so and nutrient deficiencies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's, there's no one person that should be mirroring another person's food or and lifestyle. People do it all the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah. You hear somebody said, oh my God, like all I ate was, you know, whatever, diet, one cookies, grape and yeah. a green tea and right. Apples. It's so, like, oh great. I'll try that. <laughs> yeah. Or like someone loses like 50 pounds and how did you do it? <laughs> Exactly. Well, you know? and I think, you know, just the word itself diet is so loaded, yes. especially, yeah. you know, I, I say especially for women, but I'm sure it's loaded for it men is. as well. Um, because it's, it signifies so many things beyond what you're saying, which is it's really just the food you're just putting food, in your mouth. Yeah. It, it has all these other, like, is it a good diet? Is it a bad diet? Yeah. Am I losing weight on this diet? Exactly. <laughs> I prefer to talk in terms of, uh, Right. Deficit and surplus. Mm-hmm. Right. So are you in a deficit or are you in a surplus? Are you at your baseline, your rest of metabolic rate or whatever, whatever you want to think of as the me- median ground somewhere? We're not losing weight. We're not gaining weight. You're just normal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully most people can be normal for as long as they can. Right. That's and there's cycles, there's trends. Right. And we just that's where you kind of have to go inward and understand am i consuming too much right now am i is this based on a emotion a habit or is this right am i hungry 
am I actually hungry? <laughs> and, yeah. And most of the time, I think it's a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, and but the hunger part doesn't it uh it kind of it's there, but I think it gets disc if you if you put off the hunger and go for food in that doesn't satisfy what the body's looking for, you will continuously be hungry and the emotional and habitual part will take over to compensate for the low uh, recognition of hunger, right? So you'll go through a negative feedback loop consistently because you, you're, you don't know you're low on potassium or magnesium or something, right? And you keep putting uh, whatever, right? You could put in good stuff and still be missing the mark. Right. Missing like the nutrients. The nutrients that, mm-hmm. right. Maybe even yeah. right, you bought low grade food and the nutrients just aren't good enough in that particular thing. And just you, that, that plus stressors at work times daily night or daily night eating habits, right. Equal five pounds that year. I don't know. Right? So. <laughs> yeah. I just did a dinner challenge for a month where I didn't make the same recipe at Ugh. all. That's awesome. That's tough. Yeah, that's I really lo- tough. But I loved it. Oh, yeah. What happened to me? I, I loved it. <laughs> like a chef. I, yeah, like I, this this is new for me. Something shifted. See, something shifted. Mm-hmm. I've made some pretty insane things that I'm proud of. That's awesome. Yeah, and so, but the whole thing is I haven't repeated yeah, there's no repeat. That's hard because you get into a rut, right? Like well, something that's yeah, easy. Yeah, like or... I'm, my two that I live with, I'm like, no more tacos. Oh, turkey tacos. I do it all. Tur- the turkey tacos. <laughs> Last night, Julia, can, when are we bringing back the tacos, mother? She goes, I told you. She 30 days mother. of no tacos. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Mine used to right. say tacos. Does that mean you're going out? Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Just leave it on the stove. It's tacos. It's taco night. So I've discovered, and I hope this helps somebody, I don't like to cook at night. I like to cook in the morning or at noon, anytime before two. (laughs) I'm very specific. So I've done crock pot. I've I've put in the crock pot, have Andy turn it on. Uh, Like, I'm just figuring me out. That's awesome. Later on in life. You know, I'm loving this little dinner time lifestyle. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to start repeating. So I was going to say, looking... what, what would you repeat out of the 30 days of Well, food? I made the best French onion pork chop. Like, I don't even okay. eat pork chops. <laughs> Do you eat pork chops, Lila? Well, uh, ra- uh, rarely. Okay. M- me too. But this was so good. Like, so good. Where did you get the recipes from? So I have the little websites I'll share with you offline because <laughs> I don't know, you know, are they yeah. going to like, do you want it? Do you want me to highlight you or not? <laughs> I, which I will. We're taking sponsors. This, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I, yeah, there's, I just have now these certain, and you know, it's, they went, they happen to be women. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube is great. I'm loving the, the videos and Yeah. I'm just, that's great. So my whole thing is I don't tell them like, I'm not, I'm not telling Andy and Julia what I'm making because then you get the, Oh, I'm never going to eat that. Yeah. Right. So it's almost like if you, if you have me, like if I come in and he's like, okay, 
we're going to run a mile. But if I knew the night before, I might be like, although I, I kind of like the jogging. I miss it because <laughs> yeah, of my back. Yeah. But insert whatever. You know, when you're like, oh, yeah. You but know, yeah. you get there and you're just kind of. Your yeah, your adrenaline kicks in. You're like, okay, we're just doing this now. We're gonna or yeah, same thing. If something's put in front of you, yeah, just eat it. I guess we're just gonna eat it because you know the chef (laughs) made it for you. That's what I I always say. Now they eat it. You just like I'm making like what's for dinner, and I'm like food. Yeah, (laughs) get with the program. Because I know no matter what, like you can't please. No, you're not gonna win. You're not gonna win. There's no way. (laughs) All right, so I have one more Angelini story time before we go. This is such a fun way to end this. Um. So I recently taught a class to teens and I basically put a bunch of stressed out, anxious teens in a room. (laughs) Had them fight it out. (laughs) It was like fight club. Yeah. No. So they're like all these like really old souls and it was four weeks and I was like, my, my intention was connection and comfort. So creating a safe space where they could be whoever they are and then interact eventually with each other. So on the last week, I had these index cards and I told them I would do it too. And I had them uh, put their name on it and number the amount of kids that were in the class and pass it to the child to the left And they had to write a positive adjective that they felt about the person's name on the card. So at the end, they actually read their own card out Mm -hmm. loud. Mm -hmm. And so my 15, almost 16-year-old female, she says to on mine, she wrote, um, she described me. So most people wrote, like, you know, leader or would make a great leader. For me, she wrote cinnamon roll. <laughs> so <laughs> I look Tasty. over, right? <laughs> so she goes, Angelini, you're like the ultimate breakfast food. You're warm and you're sugary. She said, this kid needs to be on so TV. Good. She's like describing me. I, we were all crying. <laughs> she, I'm like, that is the best compliment I've ever ever received a warm she wrote warm cinnamon roll i told her i'm keeping that forever that's such (laughs) a good memory (laughs) right so yeah i haven't had a cinnamon roll in years have you i made i've made them for julia (laughs) and you don't eat them no i try not to eat wheat i feel like i'm on this lifetime of gut healing for me well yeah that's important yeah. yeah it's not it's it's so much better than last year but i'm getting close to yeah. having it, I can, I can identify with that. I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think redheads naturally struggle with gut. Really? I have this theory. Oh, that could yeah. be. And pain. They, they, they we feel, feel more pain more. in our body. I thought it was less pain, but more, more oh, pain. Oh, I thought yeah. it was more. No, I think we, we, we have a, like a higher pain tolerance. Yeah, a higher pain tolerance, yeah. Generally I asked more. for a gun in childbirth. How'd you do? <laughs> Oh, oh God! I, I was like, I was a hot mess. No, my, my first one, I had the world's best uh, epidural because I literally could feel nothing. Oh no, <laughs> sir! And on the second one, when it wasn't like that, I was like, Wait a minute! Get the right guy in here. Anesthesiologist, call him. 
He is. He he shows up and he is the man. <laughs> totally. Been there for two of them, and there he is. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. He, he could have the... put that thing in my head. Yeah. yeah. And I would have been. So like... I used to joke, you know, when you do your birth plan and everybody's, and I remember thinking like a needle in my spine. Oh dear God! Like no, I'm never going to do that. When that day came, he could have put it in my eye. Too, my I was eyeball. like, whatever you got, <laughs> yeah. I'm in. <laughs> I have heard yeah. though for redheads that it, it that they have they do because of it. It's like the the when you take meds, you don't absorb the meds as well, and you can feel the pain more than yeah. Than so who, I when when I had my C section, I had a double dose of. Well, I had a double dose of anesthesia. Like the anesthesiologist was like, I gave you enough. I don't even know how you're awake, Amy. Yeah. You had enough for like a 375-pound man. He's in the fact that you're like happy and like talking to me. I'm like, because I'm not in pain. Yeah, this is so great. I was afraid if I passed out, the pain would come back. Yeah. Like <laughs> Wake up and it's just all pain. Like, oh, but God. you're right, Alex. So yeah, redheads are like a whole different animal. Yeah. Yeah. Respond their yeah, mm-hmm. their nervous system or, or Well we're one big recessive gene, you know right. this yes. right? Yes. We're like extra special. <laughs> special in air quotes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we both have redheads. Yes. And they're extra special. Yes. Oh yes, they extra, are extra extra. extra. <laughs> so Alex, this was so fun. No, thank you guys. How, yeah. Just it. fun yeah, chatting awesome. it up. How can someone find you if they want to reach out for your services? Well, if they want to reach out, they can find me at uh, my email address is a is an Alex uh, foot F O O T E three, three, six at gmail.com. And uh, if you want to get something going, we could definitely figure out what your body needs and see if we can come up with a plan that would uh, give you long-term support and in your, in your health needs and your behavioral habits. Perfect. And you can always reach out to me. Yeah. If you know how to get me, I know how to get Alex. So feel free to reach out to me. And so we just want to thank you, everyone, for listening. And we hope you found this enlightening. So please be sure to subscribe to our podcast. We can be found wherever you get your podcasts. And we're on Instagram at spin, Spill the Ginger Tea Podcast. If you have questions, comments, you want to get a hold of Alex, any ideas for future shows, please message us there. Thank you for joining us. And until next time, be, be well. well.